Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Everyone has at least one good story. And some of us have stories that are just to the left of normal. We're interested in the ones that push the boundaries of what we can perceive. Stories that defy explanations. Stories with an air of mystery. Stories we might not share. For fear of being thought of differently. But don't worry. We're all friends here. So... What's your weird story? Hello, Weirdsville. Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're enjoying your day. I hope that the uh, the, the creeping summer uh, is, is doing everyone uh, well. It's been a little bit cool in my area. Everyone knows where that is. That's Oklahoma. And my name is Barry Johnston. I'm one of your hosts here on the What's Your Weird Story podcast. With me, as always, my best friend, Mr. Adam Beebe. How are you, Adam? Hey, Barry. I am doing all right myself. It's uh, actually been kind of a cool summer, late spring here yes. so far as well, you know. It's amazing. Um, yeah, yeah. I, now, I don't have hopes for a cool the rest of the summer. I feel like somebody's going to open up the uh, the oven door any time now, and it's yeah. going to be a scorcher, but uh, yeah. we'll see. I'm ready for it uh, mentally, because I know that we, we, we've we pushed it as far as we can go for the cool weather, I think. Um, yeah. You know, it's been, and it's weird. It's just been a weird year like that so far. Usually we're in we're far into the 90s by now and uh yeah. we haven't even we haven't even got there, man. We we've only hit a couple of days that are 80 so far, which is nice. I mean, don't get me wrong. I wish it were like this all year round to be honest with you. Right. Uh although I would like some winter, but uh yeah. yeah you know, it is what it is. Um Memorial Day here was was just recent here last weekend for us. Uh, as we're recording this, and um, I took it easy and, uh, you know, kind of uh, didn't do a whole lot, which was nice, man, you know. How about you? Did you do anything special or? No, I just no. Uh, did some work around the house and nothing too special. I'm still keeping myself relatively social distance. I'm uh, got a, about another week or so before I can get my second vaccination shot. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. uh you know, but also, you know, I mean, I'm not, uh, I'm not big on, uh, you know, like going to the, 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 the lake or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. That's not my, I've never sure. been big like that. But sure. But you're lucky yeah. too, because what you do for work, you can kind of keep your distance from people. And it's, it was never affected in a big way where some people right. obviously were. I was just in exactly. the same boat. So, yeah, it's, it was good, man. It's been, uh, I'm, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad everyone hopefully is doing well and uh, pushing forward. Barry, I don't know if I told you about this, but uh, you know, because we like to talk about the stuff that we've been listening to or watching or reading, like uh, last week with that uh, book report I did. But uh, I listened to um, an entire catalog of podcasts. Um, over the past couple of weeks, and it's. Uh, do you remember? I know you did this, but uh, you know you. How about you, does this name? Does the name Ricky Rackman ring oh, a bell? Of course, Ricky Rackman, man. Of course, uh, Headbangers Ball. Right. Um, yeah, that was his uh, biggest, probably uh, claim to fame. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. he would probably argue with that. He'd probably say that the his biggest claim to fame was the Cat House uh, True. club yeah, that yeah. he had there in L.A. That's in right. the days before running up until uh, he got into the being the VJ in charge of Headbangers Ball. Yep. And he has uh, he did a podcast. You know, it's called uh, Ricky Rackman's Cat House podcast or something like that but anyway he tells um it's kind of like the history of that venue okay you know, how uh, that club yeah. yeah and he's got a lot of the old time um rockers that are you know still friends with him yeah that have come on and they've talked about their shared experiences and uh, some of the regulars and the people that lived back there in that time yeah um and who are you know at that club which was like the wildest place chaos on uh, yes. yeah man chaos that, that was um the height of like sort of the hair metal world and a yeah. lot of those bands which is kind of what led him i believe to the to the show yeah. on mtv yeah, yeah, man. Well, what it was is uh, at one time Guns N' Roses before they were big were the house band there. Oh yeah, and then all of a sudden wow. they they exploded and everybody else around them. Um, and uh, Axel is the guy who got Ricky the job oh. at at MTV. Wow, interesting, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, so, he, and that story's on there. So. Wow, you know, I was a big Guns N' Roses fan when that when Appetite for Destruction came out, and it really oh, yeah. was a different because I was into like super heavy music, but then I was also kind of was into like some of the more hair bands, you know, back then, and they were one of those bands that kind of like just broke the mold and and yeah did it differently in a way where you couldn't put your finger on it, but it was like you know it was like a souped up Rolling Stones or something, you know what I mean? Like yeah. something. Something about it was very energetic and like, you know, punk rock, I guess, in a way. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was um, that was a great time in music. And I think that people forget that because of what Guns N' Roses eventually became, unfortunately. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah, that those first couple of records, man, were really, really, really good and really were influential, I think, honestly, in, in, in maybe helping Nirvana kind of get their foot in the door there too. Mm -hmm. Um, it was kind of ripe for that to happen. So, you know, that's yeah. cool. That's cool. Yeah, what was should. the name? What was the name of the podcast? Do you know, or, um, it is, hold on. Let me look it up real quick here. It's on, I got it on Spotify mm -hmm. and, um, I think I had heard that like, he had his own podcast or something. I don't even know how I stumbled across it. I'll be honest with you. Okay. Um, Ricky Rackman's, Cat House Hollywood podcast. Okay. okay, cool. And there's like, you know, I think there's like 25 episodes, right? Yeah. And um, okay. I mean, and like some of them are the early ones are like, you know, 20 minutes or, or around that or under. Yeah. yeah. And then it starts getting to where they're an hour. And there's some great ones. They're, so they're not really long ones. That's how I was able to like crank through them really quick yeah. when I was like at work driving around. But like, just some just some great stuff, really cool stuff, wild, amazing, like oh yeah. my, yeah, oh, mind blowing. Just yeah, that was back when rock stars were rock stars, man. Yeah. you know, yeah. And, yeah. and just doing it, doing the thing. Um, it's funny because like in this day and time, I'm I'm, I'm thinking about Motley Crue and um, and Vince Neil and this whole debacle mm -hmm. that they've got going on because um, Vince just recently played some big 
like thing in Iowa or something, like some festival that he went and played, and he ended up like the dude's way overweight and like just doesn't have it together. Blew his voice out, ended up walking off stage during like one of the songs, you know, and and it's it's like it's so sad because and I wasn't a big Motley Crue fan, but back then, dude, like back during those days, they were as big as you could get. They were also about as evil, you know, yeah. as you could get. Yeah. People were scared of them. Oh, yeah, they were, man. Yeah, yeah they were. Shout great, at the devil. and Yeah, uh, dude. Yeah. There's some great Motley Crue stories in there. So, yeah, if you're looking for a podcast to check out and you like um, music and you like, you know, storytelling, just like what we what our podcast here is about. You know, it's something different and it's uh, it's fun. It's interesting and it's 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 weird uh, in its own right. So definitely, I think out. we got something kind of fun and weird today. We've got a yeah. we brought back a uh, a former guest, uh, Miss Annie, and she was so kind to, to take some time out to get together with us and talk. And she's got some cool stories, man that that e- yeah. evolve around a bed. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we've all, uh, well, you can take that anywhere, really, but that's not where we're taking it. <laughs> um, the, yeah. Annie, who was with us last year around this time, um, with uh, her and my mutual friend, Aaron, and they discussed a, uh, a trip to New Orleans that was uh, pretty spooky in its own right. But this is some. This is some uh, whole other things going on. So, um, yeah, it's really cool. So let's, yeah, let's hop right to it. Annie, thank you so much for joining us. What's your weird story? Hi, Adam. Hi, Barry. Thanks for having me again, guys. Um, Today, I am going to tell a story about the haunted bed in my parents' guest bedroom. (laughs) Um, awesome awesome (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i'm like i I remembered this in particular because i was going home for the holiday weekend um and i was texting my brother i was like hey there's one guest room and then there's a pull out like where do you want to sleep and i was like i don't care i just don't want to sleep in the haunted bed and um he knew immediately what i was talking about it's this double size bed or it's a full size bed it's really small and the frame obviously not the mattress the frame has been in our family for what i can tell around 80 90 years like it's a solid piece of wood wow wow i've moved it a couple times and it's like very heavy pieces of wood which i guess means my parents can never get rid of it like yeah whatever tiny generations in my family they built it for, like now, like they're like people encounter this bed and come and stay in their guest room and like, don't fit in it. So <laughs> it's <laughs> Guess what? It's coming your way at some point. I'm sure. Know, yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of morbid conversations with my parents about like when they die stuff, I don't want. And like, this is on that list. <laughs> Uh, it sounds like you're probably going to lose that battle. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. now when you said haunted bed, immediately I'm thinking of this. Yes, yeah, like an old timey bed, but I'm also thinking the mattress. It's no, like some, 
<laughs> well, down. The, the mattress isn't new either, but like uh, it's newer I, than the bed. I'm also thinking, you know, it's got <laughs> stains on it, and uh, <laughs> like you know, there's the outline of a body and kind of a rusty brown color. I, you know, maybe a yeah. pentagram on the underside, something like that. Yeah, yeah. that would make so, it a better story. And I bet if my brother and I did that for Halloween, it would force my parents to finally get rid of the bed. <laughs> <laughs> Like they're they're boomer error cheap, so they're like this. You know, this mattress is fine. I think it's, I think it's the mattress they bought when my brother like went into high school and got had it in his bedroom. Oh. Like, oh, well, then you know it's definitely stained. It's, yeah. it's old. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I yeah. <laughs> you build your immune system by sleeping in the bed. This is another reason why we fight over who doesn't have to sleep in it because the pullout's like brand new and like <laughs> yeah, we real nice. Out over a, a bed, a real full bed, then yeah, yeah. there's got to be issues yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, so let me like I f- I feel like haunted bed like conjures this nice idea of like a four poster bed with like creepy hangings around it. Um. That's not what this is. It's like like an ugly art deco like pine bed like doesn't really have a lot of redeeming qualities i feel like if you saw it in an antique store you'd kind of be like eh like this would be a good find in like a goodwill but like it doesn't look like you know it would be worth any money it is just expedient and my parents are like oh that was your great great grandmother's we can't get rid of it and I'm like, yeah, I fucking know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's obvious. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like, oh. <laughs> well, and I have told them a, a, a lot of times because they have moved it. They like built their retirement house and they like set up this fancy guest bedroom and they were like, oh, like, how is it to stay in there? And I'm like, well, the paint's nice, you know, the art's nice in there. But like oh, the bedroom, the bed is really uncomfortable. Like trying not to tell them like your bed is probably giving people nightmares. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so they don't know that you're. They don't know about the haunted. Of I the bed. think they think I'm exaggerating, mm-hmm. but I kid you not. I have never spent a night in that bed and not woken up at least four times, either from the mattress shifting or hearing things that I'm not supposed to hear or my favorite waking up from dreams, either where I'm in the room and something bad is happening Mm. um, or dreams where I'm outside of the house by the windows to that room and something bad is happening. Oh, Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) It's just a really like disconcerting place to spend the night there. Um, you know, the mattress doesn't bleed or anything, but definitely I have a group chat that's, you know, people who I've made jokes about this this bed with, and I always keep them updated on, like, what the horrible thing I experienced this time was. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. So, so, what was your, when was your first experience? When did you first realize that it was haunted? Um... So the frame used to be my bed when I was younger, when I still lived with my parents. Um, and then it got passed down through the kids. Um, I definitely remember feeling like I had a very overactive imagination when I was younger. Um, but I definitely remember a couple 
really like jarring nights that I woke up when I was maybe like eight or nine. Um, and I would, you know, wake up in my bed and I would look around and they, these things would always happen at like two or three in the morning. Um, I would sit up and I would see something in the corner of my room or I would see, um, the one that I had for a couple of months was a cat hanging by its neck from the door frame. Mm. Um, Damn. And then I, and then, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's, um, that's disconcerting. My yeah. parents were like, cool it on the goosebumps, kid. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay, maybe that'll help. And then my dad was like, I have something way better. Here's the X-Files, which didn't, didn't help. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Yeah, so all kinds of stuff like that. A couple shadow figures that I like have sort of discredited through years of therapy, but definitely like not a great night's sleep. And I was really excited when I like finally, you know, got a new bed and like then my brother could be his problem. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So were these, you say shadow figures, like. Mm-hmm. Only from the time, only at the time when you're in the bed, you would see these things? Yes. Okay. Um, and what's strange is that, so this was in an older house, and then now the bed's in a different house. Um, and while the creepy things have changed, like I've never seen shadow figures in the house in the new bed, um, I still experience weird stuff that makes me be like, no, no free bed could be worth this. (laughs) Yeah. Like I'm sure if someone was sleeping in it every night, like they would definitely notice and be uncomfortable. Sure. Um, so shadow figures when I was younger, um, and again, kind of like around the windows, like I would see a lot of things like walking in between like me and the lights outside, like on the windowsill. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of like humanoid figures. Like I don't know if you ever played that game when you were a kid, where you would like step, like play the floor is lava. Oh yeah. Kind of like that, yeah. but like things walking along the windowsills on the inside. Oh wow. Which wow. now that I'm saying it, sounds a lot scarier than I remember it being. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty creepy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The only like the only story I know that is uh, of like that that is not creepy is still kind of <laughs> creepy, and that's where Peter Pan's shadow is jumping around. Oh, and he's, like you a know, nice interpretation. Yeah, well, yeah, but then you got to consider, you know, that's just the Disney-fied version. Yeah, of it. the rest of it's the real-life version is a horror show. It never so. like like once you divorce it from like cartoon annotations, it definitely becomes like way more dark and. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So yeah. I had about a 10 year break between when my brother got the bed and like when my parents had a guest room and they were like, like never move back in with those children. There's only a guest room <laughs> populated <laughs> by this super uncomfortable bed. That, that sounds needed, like that they didn't know was haunted. <laughs> that sounds maybe they do again. Maybe they do know it's haunted. Yeah. They're not concerned with it, but that's also like, great strategy to make sure that none of you move back in because yeah. that's where you're that's your yeah. room that's, that's your bed that's brilliant <laughs> that gives me an idea 100%. if if they do know then they are playing a longer game than i've ever suspected <laughs> <laughs> that's you know look that's probably something that you know is passed down and like a, if, if there's a family bible right. or something like that you know they're like here's the bed we have to keep it you know um 
But uh, when you give it to your kids, you don't have to mess with it anymore. Right. That's true. Right. Yeah, it's like out of your life. That's how you pass the curse. Right. And yeah. it's yeah. free. The only yeah. price you the only price you pay is your sanity. That's the thing. My family cannot turn down free, and furniture yeah. is definitely of included course. in that. Of course, I get that. I feel like I feel like I've just finally like eclipsed into my adulthood, where like none of my furniture is my parents' old furniture. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's a good spot. That's a good I was spot. Like, Hell yeah! That's success. That's success. Unlocked. Yeah. <laughs> So now it's in their like very nice like Martha Stewart brand paint guest room. Um, it's not. It's the, the sad thing is, is it's not even the scariest piece of furniture in there because there's also a giant steamer trunk that locks in there. Mm. Um, and it's one that both me and my brother have locked the other one in, like as children. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> 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 if you've got a sibling and you didn't lock them in some kind of a box or, yeah. you know, uh, you, you, you weren't living. Cause, uh, we, were, I, we were just really creepy little kids, like, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you do. Yeah, yeah. We had these uh, really, like, they were big. They were the size of probably the size of, like, a freezer, like a, like a you know, like, uh, not a stand-up, but the flat type. Uh, but there were these big wooden toy boxes, basically, mm-hmm. and um, they were heavy. And they're Barry. Do you remember those at my house? The big what? Anyway, yeah, um, sort of. They were huge. Yeah, they're. Uh, I mean, like a you know, a gr- I could probably, maybe I could I could fit in one now. I don't know if I could lay down in it, but I mean, I think <laughs> this thing was probably like at least like six feet long. Was anyway, it white? Was it white? No, no, no. No, that's a freezer. These were like brown. (laughs) (laughs) Not the freezer. No, not the freezer. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. On more than one occasion, I don't know how I got this happened because I wasn't a dumb kid per se, but I guess I was uh, easily tricked. But on more than one occasion, (laughs) my older brother uh, had, you know, trapped me inside of these when, of course, our dad wasn't home and I would be beating against. The walls, the inside walls, in this completely pitch black, you know, area piled up with toys around me and everything. So, (laughs) yeah, my brother invented so many games that was (laughs) the the only he never we never got in fights. We never, you know, had any kind of real physical altercations. But man, he made up so many games that the ultimate goal was to somehow hurt me. Yeah, of course, that's his job. Oh, that is the big sibling job. I remember exactly why we were doing it, and it actually is because of a ghost story. <laughs> oh, all right. Great. Um, so our parents took us on a lot of, like, I don't even, I don't know, like, historical field trips. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went to this place a couple towns over that had a graveyard tour, and kind of this graveyard's claim to fame is that there's a little girl who was buried in a rum barrel there. Full of wow. rum, oh, let wow. it go, tequila worm. Uh, <laughs> wow, wow. So the story is, is that when this place was like a shipping port um, 200 years ago, this guy was bringing his daughter over from England. She dies on the journey. He's like, we're not going to bury her at sea. Like, she's my daughter, something. Um, 
so they're like, we'll put her in the rum and that'll preserve her. Right. Um, so she makes it all the way to the coast of North Carolina and they bury her. And now she's like the most famous body in that cemetery. So, wow. um, Dang, me and my brother man. heard that story and we were like, what would that be like? Let's play that. Let's play that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was in that trunk. <laughs> mm, that's funny. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Goth little kids. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like it. Yeah. That's cool. My kids were, my kids are kind of into that. My kids are into <laughs> graveyards and stuff, you know? Oh, you know, good, wholesome. wholesome yeah. Fun. Good, wholesome fun. <laughs> They went to, my wife and the son went to Cleveland, actually, uh, and they went to some big graveyard over there that was, uh, it's got the Weeping Angel, Adam, ever heard of that? Ever heard uh, of the Weeping Angel? Um, not not in relation to the Cleveland Cemetery, but into and related to Doctor Who, yes. But, uh, dude, <laughs> this, this thing, I gotta send you a picture of it, man, it's super creepy, dude. It's like super goth like just like it looks like that it's the way that that the it's made out of copper and it you know patinaed you know and it just looks like she's crying oh man i love that it is creepy so good it looks like a looks like a typo negative album cover or something like that you know that sounds really i would i feel like i would buy that poster that merch yeah it's it's very cool yeah i am uh going to turn my notification off but i'm also going to look that up <laughs> yeah yeah because that does sound really cool yeah it is we have a spinning angel in the graveyard next to my new house which seems pretty easy to debunk so i'm going to see if i can get some trail cameras and figure that out this year yeah um basically i moved next to the oldest cemetery in my hometown and it's like a really elaborate victorian cemetery with like lots of obelisks and statues and um wrought iron stuff like that um and the bit about this statue is that it turns on halloween night um so it faces one direction like obviously most of the time and then like the urban legend is that it will like move really slowly throughout like the halloween night mm. wow. yeah i was like that's a nice that's a nice that's classic fun yeah yeah wholesome yeah. and like heartwarming like nobody got murdered i mean somebody died but like you know nobody was sacrificed underneath it it's just like you know be cool that if we, it's real yeah cool we know that we yeah. know yeah maybe that's why maybe that's the untold story yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the uh sacrificed uh uh child is trying to push it oh, right no. off of the <laughs> Ooh, that's so bad. That's so bad, yo. <laughs> I just that's sent you so, that picture real quick, Adam. That's terrifying. So you, so you said before we started, you're building a ghost cam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, can you catch the 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 angel doing the twist? So no. Um, how I'm gonna try to do that is with um laser tape measures so mm-hmm. basically because all it is is a difference in scale and angle if it's real i can measure like the variability of the curvature of the laser from the other side and it would you know pretty much yes or no there right. you go 
There you go. Like, that's a start. That's a starter one. <laughs> that's cool. Um, yeah. The more complicated thing that I'm working on. Um, do you guys remember when Xbox 360 came out with that Connect feature that was supposed yes. to track your movements? Yes. Yeah. Um, so this is like a big ghost hunter nerd thing, which is what I got really into during quarantine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Lacking human connection, I sought out paranormal connection. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so how it, what it's designed to do is it's designed to track moving objects and assign them like a body. So like if you were playing, you know, a Wii game or if you were dancing or whatever, like it would pick up your joints. It would pick up like where your joints meet. Mm-hmm. Just hit my camera like that would show you guys where it was. Um, so what people have discovered and what they discovered once they started rolling the games out into houses is that it will pick up people that aren't there. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> So these things are really cheap. I got mine for like $20. Um, and then you just buy like an input jack into your Android and you can run the video feed on a third party system that will basically show you what's in front of it. Wow. Yeah. So oh my gosh. There's tons of people building these and going out to like haunted locations and like you know, kind of doing all of that test and retest stuff, you know, EVPs and like voice boxes and stuff, but they run it with this too and see if it picks anything up. Wow. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's going to be a fun project. That's cool. I can't can't do it in my house, but like, I'm definitely going to be testing it at the graveyard and seeing if I find anything cool. Now, sure. when you say you can't do it at your house, are you saying you can't or you're saying you don't want to because you don't want to find out if there's somebody there? With I you? don't want to find out um, if <laughs> anyone else is here with me, you know, other than my housemates. But, like, yeah. I, yeah, I, it would be really bad. I just resigned my lease, so it would really suck. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, you know, look. They have If they haven't been bothering you before, really, yeah. let them wander, wander around, you know? Yeah, but it would be like turning the lights off when you leave or something. That's true. I mean, but it would really suck if they had just been like sitting in the corner watching me like slowly go crazy throughout all of quarantine and then never said anything. Like, I think I'd be more mad than anything else. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be like, I could have used a friend this year, dude. (laughs) 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 We're both not going anywhere. (laughs) Do you have any other gadgets that you've collected or are working Um, on or anything like that? So the cool part about where I'm from is that we have a bunch of medical hospitals and a bunch of engineering colleges um, and a bunch of, and a bunch of academic labs. So all of these organizations together tend to like get rid of equipment all the time. Um, so the thing I'm pricing now is something you use in geological surveying research, which tracks, um, vibrations and variability on a surface. Wow. Um, <laughs> so that's something else I started to get frustrated with, like watching all these ghost videos, like consuming massive amounts of content and like letting my brain go wild. I'm like, okay, there's really no way, you know, other than a Jurassic Park glass of water to tell if vibrations people are experiencing are real or not. Yeah. Except for these things, because they're made to tell if like your server mount is rattling or if you're going to experience an earthquake or 
if the animals in your lab are experiencing like subsonic vibrations we can't hear they're wow. designed for that wow. and they're bluetooth compadible and oh they're like my 30 dollars so 30 dollars I'm like, oh, no, this would be, like, a really dumb project to spend my money on. But that's what I'm doing when I'm done with the camera. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, why not? At that price. Yeah. Hey, at that price. You know what I mean? There's like, an, there's, like, an arms race between the ghost hunting groups in Raleigh. So, like, oh. we'll see. See who gets it. We'll see who will win. <laughs> I think it'll be my group. <laughs> that's cool. Oh, so you've joined up with the group now. I have not. Um, that doesn't mean we're not in competition, though. Um, yeah, yeah. You damn we right. We all tend to be at the same bars at some point, which is like uh, the dorkiest subculture I can think of. Um, you're like, you're like uh, girl Egon uh, right now. So that's great. That's a huge goal to aspire to. <laughs> yeah. So that's those are the things I'm building right now. Um, but like I've been doing audio recording for years. Like. Like I said, I was always a creepy kid, and like my brother, my brother has also grown into a creepy adult. Um, <laughs> yeah. He's um he's a trucker who like exclusively listens to like fiction and horror fiction for like fourteen hours a day. Wow. So like he can always one up me on something. And right. Like, sure. Fine, you can have your one thing. Sure. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. That's cool that you spent your time with with this whole COVID thing to do something, you know? Uh, I also did a lot of nothing, but like, well, yeah, I think a lot of people did. <laughs> yeah. Everyone, every, yeah, everybody did, but so, you did, yeah. you did a little bit of something, you know, yeah. which expand your, your mind and uh, try to do these things that mm. most people probably wouldn't even occur to them, you know? Like, yeah. cause when I watch those shows, I'm always like, who's coming up with this stuff? You know, <laughs> Like, yeah, I'm like, where's the scientific method? Yeah, yeah, where's yeah. Where's the variability? That's How are cool. you collecting your data? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, I'm definitely intrigued in that stuff. I mean, I, I, uh, I don't know enough about it, but it's, it's definitely interesting stuff to, to uh, dabble with. You know, my, I was talking to uh, my daughter. She went out to the, the uh, Zach Baggins Museum out there in Vegas. Are you familiar with that? You know, he's got who's that. Zach, who's, who's Zach, Zach Baggins. He's the guy the that's on. Girls? Yeah. Ghost. You know, Ghost Adventures. Yeah. Oh, okay. You, you know, the, they're the ones that are like the really bro-y bro. The bro I was about to say, not Ghost Brothers, because that's different, but Ghost Bros. Yeah. Ghost, <laughs> Ghost Bros. Yeah. Burrito, burrito Bros. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, he, he has uh, a museum. He, yeah. 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 It, it, yeah. So yeah. he's got, he's got all it's these impressive. crazy. He's got the dolls and shit. Oh from... damn! Like uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he, he bought a lot of stuff from them. Nice. Um, he bought. He's. He there was a ha there was a really haunted house somewhere in like Illinois, some small town in Illinois. And it was in Indiana. It was in Indiana. Indiana. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And uh, like it was they, like. They made a docu. They made a whole documentary about it, and it's freaking <gasps> crazy. Oh it's yeah! And then he raised it to the ground because. <gasps> but he kept the steps to the basement and some of the dirt. Oh, dude, those are like the creepiest things you could have kept. Yeah, yeah, man. So he's but, got like uh, all sorts of like um, a dibic. Is that what it is? It's like oh, yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. It's all legit stuff. Reportedly yeah. legit, you know. I mean, he's spent. He's got lots of money from doing all yeah. this stuff for so many yeah. years. 
he's spent it on all this stuff that he's and he's acquired and he's got this museum but uh yes. Honestly, I'm sorry. No, this no. is the wealthy class I want to see in the world, though. Like, yeah, yeah. Niche well, museums. <laughs> she so, but she said that they have. He has Bella Lugosi's mirror, right? <gasps> and so you're allowed to to stare into it for just a brief second. And she told me that it felt like going down a roller coaster. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, she's like, you look into it, and she's like, it just felt like it was sucking you in. You know what I mean? Oh and you're God. like going down the. And so anyway. But um, so bad. that kind of shit's crazy, man. I, I really am, uh, you know, I, without experiencing any of that myself, of course, um, it's hard to hard to put yourself there. And um, But I would like to, on the fringe, experience something like that. Like, my <laughs> wife and I are thinking about, we, we got our 20th uh, anniversary coming up, and we're thinking about doing uh, a uh, New England trip. And nice. go up to uh, like Salem, you know, and do all the cool stuff. And you can like, we can't afford it, but uh, you can rent out. Um, oh gosh, li- the Lizzie Borden house. Yeah, it's like fifteen hundred bucks for the whole house for the night. You know, which would be freaking awesome. You know, <laughs> that would be so badass, man. But. <laughs> but I, mean, I don't. There's definitely other haunted stuff in New England that are probably oh, yeah. Airbnbs now. Right. Yeah. 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 We're gonna try to do that too, but um, that was one that was like, how cool would it be to you know sleep there? But Bucket uh, list. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but you you know you could get a whole bunch of friends together. You know, there's it's multiple rooms. You know, so you could you know spend a couple hundred bucks each and and party for the night or whatever ghost hunt. I would. I feel like I'd really struggle to find like that many creepy friends willing to go on a vacation. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> creepy friends not to go out in the sunlight, don't they? So. Yeah, that's they right. don't want to go. Out. They're like, can't we just watch a documentary about it? And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's, that's fine great. too. Yeah, that's True. fine. <laughs> you know, the good thing about the Lizzie Borden house—if you stay there—that is both goth and metal as fuck. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Oh yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. And I mean, uh, queer history. Happy Pride Month. That's true. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is true. Yeah. Wow, man. Crazy. <laughs> I think you have to now, Barry. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yeah. they rent it out by the room like a hostel, which I would also stay in a haunted hostel. That would yeah. be. Could be fine. I don't know. I saw that movie Hostel. Actually, I didn't watch that movie Hostel. I just heard about it, so I don't see, need to. I went to see that on like a date, so I have like fond memories of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been a good date, I guess. Well, so. I sat there and like told them how they did the special effect of like pulling out the eyeball and popping it, and like right. it wasn't there wasn't a second date. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't appreciate you. They didn't think. They, yeah, he didn't think that was funny. Well, that's- <laughs> That's not good. it is loss. <laughs> yeah. <For> real. <laughs> exactly. That's funny. Find yourself a creepy girl and you're you're good, so Yeah. <laughs> right, Bear? That's right. Bear. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> And the girl, the babysitter girl, she picked up the phone and there was a policeman on the other side. And he said, we've tracked the phone call and it's coming from inside the house. Whoa. Yeah, dude.
I love those urban legend stories. Dude, I do too. And do you remember the one where the girl, it's always the babysitter or it's the kids making out in Lover's Lane, but there's the one where the girl comes up and she finds the kids are watching TV and she turns them around and their face has SpaghettiOs. Oh man, or the hook guy. Remember the oh, hook the guy? Oh, the hook. The hook was hanging from the rear view yeah. mirror. Yeah. Yeah. So if you got a story that is similar to any of those awesome urban legends, we want to hear it. Because, you know, those urban legends, man, they started off as somebody's true life weird story. It's got to be true somewhere. So what were we talking about? Shadow um, people. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, Shadow yeah, people. Yeah. We, Sorry. we take about, uh, you know, as we tend to do, we we take about 47 tangents. little tangents, but that's why, you know, that's that's the fun of it. So, yeah, but, yeah, Shadow People and Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I only, saw, I only saw Shadow People in their old house, and then we moved to another house, and it was in my brother's room, and he was kind of just, like, generally rebelling, so he wasn't really, like, reporting back on the haunted front, which... You know, now I'm irritated with him because I could have had, like, a whole narrative here. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But once they moved it into the guest bedroom at their new house, I, you know, I would come up and I would stay for holidays and Christmas and stuff. And I would always have a really terrible night's sleep there. And I would think it was just, you know, it's a new place, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I tried, like, headphones and, like, meditation podcasts and, like, sleeping pills, no sleeping pills, like exercise, all the things you're supposed to try. And I would still get a terrible night's sleep there. And then I was like, okay, you know, let's look at this from a scientific perspective. Let's collect data. Um, And I started a giant Word document that I would basically, like, every time I would roll over there, I I would, like, you know, this is what I think woke me up. This is what I was dreaming about. I dreamed that I was standing out. I dreamed that I was standing outside the window, and I was in the body of a fox, and then I, in my regular body, was in the bed, and I could like see it through the window. Oh man! <laughs> like, <laughs> just you know, for example. <laughs> wow. Um, or you know, it's a closed guest room. I would smell things that weren't there. Um, I would feel the pressure in the room change, and it would like swell against the windows. Um. And there's literally nothing else in this room other than the bed and this, like, trunk we would lock ourselves in. So there's, Mm -hmm. like, nothing else to, like, rattle or make noises. Um, I would also wake up in the middle of the night because I would feel the mattress move. Like, it was, it's like a spring mattress. And, like, Mm -hmm. I would be sleeping in there by myself. And you would kind of just, like, feel, you know, like, when somebody, like, comes and, like, sits at the other side of the bed or like somebody else rolls over in bed with you kind of like that sort of movement mm. but i would be like uh there's no one here there's no dogs there's no people there's you know just myself um damn this most recent time i brought my dog with me um <laughs> and it was twice as bad a night's sleep because she kept waking up too um and she would wake up and and look around look in corners act like she was seeing things Mm. like following things with her eyes and i would just be like please don't encourage me in this (laughs) (laughs) yeah damn i did not need validation but like now it's a shared delusion (laughs) (laughs) now i feel even worse about it um and i do remember the two really vivid dreams i had this time um 
One of which was I was standing right outside the windows and I wasn't in the bed this time, but I know I was standing outside the windows and I'm watching down the river, looking down to the yard and I can see this thing crawling up out of the river and it is kind of alligator like, but like mossy, like algae covered, um, coming up out of the water, coming up out of the water, coming up out of the water. And then when it meets me, I like woke up and sat straight up in the bed because it felt like something was on my chest. Mm. And I was like, that's not my usual sleep paralysis demon. I was like, like, this is a new one. (laughs) Damn. Yeah. So it's always kind of animals there. Um, and I don't know if it's just, you know, the bed being upset, it's in a new environment. Or if, you know, now that no one sleeps in it all the time, it's like, I got to get, I got to act out while somebody's in there. Right. Yeah. Um, but it was never this, like, emotive when I slept in it every night. I don't know if some of it is just that I'm keeping track of it and I, like, trust my own perception more. Um but it's definitely something that if I had a guest bedroom, I would want to know. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like, it's, yeah. It's like psychically the bathroom is draining like right into. <laughs> yeah. How does that conversation go? Like, do you have that conversation with your folks? So ironically, they, we joke about and they believe that other parts of their house are haunted. <laughs> really? <laughs> They're their problem is that it is the bed that came from their old house and they never have experienced anything with it. Okay. Okay. So, huh. That's so weird. Other parts of the, of the new house yeah. are haunted. Sure. Mm-hmm. They know so, for sure. The so bed, it's, not, no, it's, it's, it's not really a new house. Um, well, the land, the land that it's on has been populated in the area for like 300 years. It's been oh, a lot yeah. of things. Um, it was a boarding house. It was like the land it's on. There was a boarding house there. There was, um, uh, Hooverville there in the thirties. Um, there was like a, like a kind of train boarding house. So like they, and then the house that they bought, which was this ranch built in the sixties that was owned by, um, the former chief of police. Mm. So they found a whole lot of stuff when they were cleaning that house out. And eventually, like, during the renovation process, they pretty much demolished everything. Like, the footprint is the same. They salvaged some, like, architectural elements. But, like, pretty much the whole house is brand new. It should not be haunted. Well. But my whole family is creepy, and they kept some stuff and put it up in the new house. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we have discovered, I think, on this show that sometimes it's the actual land itself. You know, the soil, the... That, that it, it pertains to whatever energy is like there feeding off of it or whatever. Like I, 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 I tend to believe that. Um, and it being that old with that, yeah. you know, amount of history and, and the boarding houses and stuff, no telling who stayed, you know, yeah. who came and, and my, went. My dad is big into local history. So he's pulled up a whole bunch of um, the surveys done in our area in the 17, 17- 60s and 70s so like it's on a river it's on a delta so like people have been hanging out there since like indigenous america sure. um, so, yeah, yeah. so basically 
I mean, there there could be a uh, a Native American burial ground there as well. I'm sure that and was. So, yeah, because that's the only thing you're really missing from the whole trifecta. Yeah, right. from the whole story. Having, yeah, you know, the whole yeah. there are some religious there are some religious statues, but none of them have blood yet. So that's like also on the bingo card. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, I sent you uh, the 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 weeping angel oh, uh, yeah. picture that Barry sent me. Nice. Um, so take a look at that. Um, Considering how much people go crazy on the Doctor Who Weeping Angels. Oh my god, this is so rad. Isn't that right? cool? Oh. We'll have that up in the, uh, the, the, on the Instagram and, and whatnot. It looks yeah. like uh, a dang like new adult fantasy novel cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Dope. Badass. Yeah. So they do have some haunted-y things that they kept. Um, they found like fishing rods and like canoe oars. Um, they also uninstalled and reinstalled one of those fold down ironing boards. Have you ever seen those that are like mounted sure. to the wall? Oh yeah. Old school. Man. Um, the, the lady who lived in the house before us, and I think she did die in the house. I know her husband died in the house, but I think she died first. Um, she had like a sewing room and this thing was like mounted to the wall and like it was painted to match her wallpaper and like. When we were doing the demolition, it had like this great like seventies like neon flowered fabric on it. Like yeah, it oh, was yeah. gorgeous. <laughs> and my mom was like, This is cool. I'm gonna keep it. So they yanked it out of the wall, saved it, repainted it, recovered it, and then put it up in their laundry room. And it flies down all the time, open by itself in the middle of the night. Oh damn. Like from across the house. We'll be sitting in the kitchen and we'll hear it it, it literally like poing down. And uh, I'm just like, out of all of the things that could be haunting this house, like it's a little old lady. Like, yeah, like I promise yeah. you I'm, I'm having a scarier experience, but like she, they a hundred percent believe in that. Like they're like, yeah, the old lady's hanging out there. They're, she's mad. We moved her laundry room. Like wow. they totally believe in that. Sure. <laughs> It's on like the house tour they give. Like they're like, oh, and here's where we renovated this. I'm like, here's the haunted ironing board. Ha ha ha. Wow. <laughs> maybe Damn. maybe the that ghost uh, little old lady is upset at your uh, ghost great great grandma's bed. Maybe because yeah. she's there in the bed. So they're I don't know if they're at the same places at the house, but uh, so yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's maybe they're dueling grand dueling ghost grannies. Yeah. And like a roommate you could never get rid of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. As far as I know, only two people have died in that bed frame that I know of. That's still, uh, two, that's still, it's still that's two still, people. That's still more than none. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, it's it's you don't think about it really when you when you move into a house that there were other people that lived there before you. Of course, in your mind, you know that, but to think that they like had their lives and 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 evolved around the house, you know, because everything you yeah. do as a person or in a family, if you know, it happens in a house. All those emotions and stuff, and uh, and a death, especially or two, will um, I could just imagine that it could really store some of that. Now, yeah. have you ever thought about, because you mentioned before that you've done, re, you know, recordings. I mean, have you ever, you ever thought about doing an EVP there or, um, just checking that out or. That's 
a really good question. I've thought about it. I've never done it because I am loath to hear something and then I have to sleep that there. Be the guest, yeah, that be the guest bedroom yeah, and like that's that's, true. that's the only choice to stay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, it would be a nice experiment for the next time I house sit for them. I know they have internal cameras that pick up things sometimes, okay. but they tend to just like write that off as, you know, gravity happenstance, Okay. you know, the house settling, which I'm like, the house is brand new guys. It shouldn't be settling. That means the foundation's bad. Like, right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So it would, it would be, it would be an interesting experiment. I don't know how, but then my problem would just like be extrapolated, right? Because instead of just the bed being bad, it would be like the whole house is bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, do you get a bad feeling anywhere else? Um, so the house is, I think I said earlier, um, the chief of police used to live there. Right. And we don't do know that when we did renovations, we ripped out things like, um, a big gun safe that had been built into the back of one of the rooms. Mm -hmm. um, we found all sorts of just like files and paperwork in like eaves and attics. Um, and we know for a fact, people used to walk down from the police department and the jail. Everything's like a quarter of a mile apart and go in his back door and like conduct off the books business. Oh, so wow. I feel like, more than anything else, when they moved into this house, when they told me they bought this property, first I was like, can I have anything you find in there? Thinking it would be like cool paintings or something. I don't know yeah. what I thought was going to be in there. Um, and then I looked up who had lived there and I was like, ooh, uh, this was a turbulent period in our county's mm -hmm. history. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Some of that paperwork was probably there, lost for a reason. Yeah, yeah. lost right. on purpose. Yeah. 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 So that was kind of like what I was. I was like, they would never buy a haunted house. And then I like remembered my whole family, and I was like, yeah, they would. They would think it has atmosphere. <laughs> 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 and like, so that's what I was worried about going into there. I was like, man, I hope I don't like wake up and see like a dark shadow figure that like triggers all my issues with authority and like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, handcuffs me with spectral handcuffs or something. Sure. So I was. Sure. I was Not, more worried uh, about that. Yeah. Um, we, uh, one of our friends, uh, Head Cheese, who's been a guest on the show, Head Cheese had lived in a house that a uh, sheriff, I think a sheriff used to live that's in. That's right. Mm -hmm. And his sister um, would see a, a the ghosts of the sheriff, you know, <laughs> with his, like, in his suit and with his gun and everything like oh, that. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. But then we found out that the um, the ghost was actually the grandfather of another friend of ours. Who's also made, she's also been on the podcast. Yeah, and they made the connection on Facebook, and they've become friends out of it because Hedgie's a little younger than us, and she's our age. And so yeah, so they've <laughs> become friends, and they made a connection out of that. But it's just you know that weird, yeah, that one weird little piece of information that you know this was the ghost sheriff that was yeah that's that crazy there, so. yeah he would hear he would hear footsteps and stuff and like and yeah, they yeah. and they they called him they had a name for him and then when she heard the podcast 
she was like, I th- she wrote him and she was like, I think that my <laughs> grandfather is the one that was haunting your house, man. That's oh my God. So crazy. That's so, so great, crazy. Though. Well, but again, those guys, those people that do that, those types of jobs, you know, imagine the amount of stress those guys are under and, yeah. you know, um, especially if there's some shadiness going on. I mean, there's so much negative energy and yeah. stuff that can be stored up, you know, mm-hmm. um, and I was definitely thinking, like, why, if you brought that back into your house, like, you know, don't leave it at your office. Like, instead, yes, have people come and talk to you one-on-one in the place where you live right. and, like, unload their psychic damage Yes, in the place where you sleep. Yeah. But, like, yeah. it's like coming home from the nuclear power plant and just, like, shaking your hands over your dinner and being like, it glows now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, I was like, yeah. uh, not cool about that. But it seems to just be, and honestly, like, my whole family loves old shit, antiquing, all that kind of thing. So it's kind of shocking that, like, nothing else that they own is haunted or weird or creepy, other than the stuff that, like, falls over in the house. Um, but it well, is it- kind of... I was going to say, they, they, it all could be. It's just yeah. that they're not, there's just so much going on. <laughs> Whatever is getting noticed has to be really, really loud. So Yeah, they've, uh, they've misunderstood the difference between a good deal and haunted. <laughs> and, uh, Parents should tell them all about that. Instead, yeah. it's all over the house. Oh, did you, did you get a good deal that was also haunted? Oh, oh Aaron's yeah, mirror, yeah, right? Her, her mirror, her haunted mirror. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like, when that bed becomes my problem, that's probably what's going to happen. I'll be like, antique, haunted, free <laughs> nightmares. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Somebody will buy it. Somebody will I'm buy sure. it. I'm yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Somebody's don't need always it in looking. my house. It's so small that, like, almost no one can fit in it anymore. Like, it just, it's a full-size bed, like, once you're not a child. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah. It does not fit two and a half adults if it's like sure. one and three quarters of an adult. <laughs> sure. Yeah, we've grown as a as a as a species, yeah. you know, over 180 years, whatever, however many years they live. You know, it's crazy. Wow. Cool. Cool though. Yeah. I mean, cool. That's not me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's kind of the worst part. Like it would be one thing if like they had bought it because they thought it was like cool that it was haunted and they believed it but like the fact that it's like the only real place to sleep with a door that's a guest bedroom and like they have never experienced it so they don't think it's real i'm just like i'm like damn every person who visits you this is a really good way to make sure they don't come back yeah (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, that's funny that's hilarious what else what else do they think is haunted besides the uh, the flat the uh, ironing board? Um, let me see. There's some rosaries they think are haunted, but that's more of like a pagan spiritualism thing than a ghost thing. IMO. Right. That's more like an Irish Catholic ancestor worship vibe than anything else. Gotcha. Um, of the things that they think are haunted in <clears throat> in the new house from the old house that used to be there. Um, they found a whole bunch of these wooden canoe oars, like they're really beautiful. They're like aging gracefully. They look really good. Um, so my dad pulls them out of like the attic eaves somewhere and he's like, these are cool. We should keep them. 
Um, and then later, I think I was home for like Mother's Day or Father's Day, something in the summer. And my mom was like, hey, can you help me mount these? We want to put them on this weird shaped wall. And I was like, okay, sure. I'll like, I've had a glass of wine. I'll help you like arrange things and then we can like drill holes and hang them up. I was like, I'm really good at that. Um, so we pull all these out and we start hanging them up and we like get a level out and like mark everything and get up and back down, do all the picture hanging stuff. Um, and we put them all up and these are like big heavy pieces of wood. So we're like, let's mount them really securely so they don't like go through a window or like smash a whole bunch of things. Right. Um, and as the evening progressed, so we finished our job, we like go and we get food or something. Um, as the evening progressed, they started, we would go back in the room and they would be a little bit more tilted and we would go back in the room and they'd be a little bit more tilted. And, you know, my mom would come back in and she'd be like, did we hang those right? And I'd be like, yeah, we used a level. And then I would go in and I'm like, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe they are off a little bit. And then we would, you know, eventually after like having many wine soaked conversations about it through the evening, we were both like, you know what? It's fine. This is probably just perception. Um, and we go out the next morning and they're completely straight. They don't look tilted at all. They are fine. We did a good job wall mounting everything with screws. They just, I don't know if you've ever seen like, um, like a sundial in a time lapse kind of video yeah that's kind of what it looked like it kind of looked like they were all tilting together like the hands of a clock at like the same angle wow uh, so that was kind of that and that's not as dramatic as like the the ironing board smashing down all the time just because that is very like this is loud this is apparent yeah this is definitely like it was just a little strange yeah yeah, yeah. You, you know what i think it is I think it's the house. No, no. I, I think it's the house settling. So. <laughs> it's brand new. It shouldn't be settling anything. <laughs> so I think the last creepy thing about their renovation, because at some point I called my spookiest friend and I was like, look, my parents bought this house that could be haunted. So we came over and put crystals in all the corners during a renovation. Um, but the last creepy thing they discovered about this house is that there is a giant sealed oil drum underneath the lawn mm. that my parents have basically decided not to open because if they open it, they are then on the hook for like calling the EPA to get rid of it. Okay. It's not a septic tank. It's not an oil reservoir. It is just a sealed tank that nobody knows what it is. <laughs> oh, my, oh, my God. <laughs> you probably hazard a guess. I don't like it is, at all. <laughs> have you done any, any research in the you know the history that within the time frame of that uh, that guy being like uh, on the police force? If there's no. been anybody who's gone missing, um, you know, left town and never was seen should, from again. Funny you should say that. Um, so I'm a big forensic files dork. And whenever I see one that's, like, where somebody I know lives, I get really excited and I, like, text them. Mm -hmm. um, we have one in our neighborhood that, or it's, it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty close to our neighborhood. It's, like, a four-minute drive from our house where they found a female skull in mm -hmm. the 80s. And they didn't find anything else. They just found the skull. Um, and they just identified her, like, this year um, as someone who had gone missing from our area. 
Wow. But all they found was the skull. So wow. Be, the rest of it could be in the backyard. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> oh, man. It's either, it's, look. It's a big leap, but, like, it could be. Here's the thing. There's a body of some sort in there. You know? Yeah. It's either, um, you know, a, a zombie, like, in uh, Return of, uh, Night of Living Dead. Return of Living Dead. Classic. Mm-hmm. Or you know, it's somebody who was uh, uh, somebody who was a problem in the dis- community. Who was disappeared. Who was disappeared. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I mean, the lighthearted explanation could be that he was like, "I'm just going to store more guns out there." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or yeah. files. Files. Uh, yeah. yeah. Or um, drug seizures. All sorts of emergencies. Did you say? It, did you say it was buried? It's. Or... Yeah. It's so they had to do a whole bunch of like. Um, like ground testing to like make sure that they could put the house back on like run water lines back yeah. to the same footprint of the house and stuff. Okay. And they were like, well, with houses this old, there's usually like a septic tank or a hot oil tank or stuff like buried out there. Right. And they found the hot oil tank. This is not that. Gotcha. This is a separate thing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And they were like, okay, well a house would never have two of them. If they replaced it, they would go and use it for scrap before people realize that like they were also full of like dangerous chemicals and you probably should right. recycle that. Right. Um, so this is something else. Um, is and they don't want to dig it up. Ground? It's still in the ground. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, I don't think there, well, I would say statute of limitations, but that gets really dark if we're assuming there's body in there, but <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know at what point, like the chemicals would be okay and like safe to dig up. So they've kind of just left it there and said it's going to be me and my brother's problem when they die. Okay, well. It's kind of the party line with problematic (laughs) items in their house. (laughs) It could be Jimmy Hoffa, you know, and then you'd be famous. Could solve solve a mystery. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The most exciting thing that ever happened in my hometown. (laughs) 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 Yeah. That's wild. That's Damn. wild. That is. Yeah. I want to know. So, I mean, how, like, how bad do you want to know, or do you want to just leave it? Um, I have other plans related to wanting to put tidal energy collection devices in that backyard. So, if anyone is going to dig it up, it's probably going to be me. Um, I guess we'll find it out at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of far down the road, that's, but also you know cool, it could just erode out of there in some point sure. in the next like twenty thirty years, and then I wouldn't really be responsible for it. I'll just yeah, <laughs> yeah, pay them because it's probably metal. Pay, right? pay someone to haul it away and be like, oh, I know, I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all they know that it's like solid metal. They can't tell if there's anything in it or. Sure. How full it is, just sure. Look, just call forensics files people and have them come out and you know just shoot <laughs> right. a whole documentary about yeah. them it up. No shit. And finding out what it is. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Hey. There you go. Get a little scratch and then they'll do it for for nothing. You know. That's they'll, they'll true. Do it for free. Yeah. <laughs> I've always wanted to be a talking head on forensic yeah. files. I think about it every time I watch one. I'm like, I would make eye contact here. I would emphasize this part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, by the by happen. the by the way, speaking of um, 
forensic files and things like that. Did you ever check out the documentary of the uh, the Massachusetts Drug Lab that they that they did, where the two ladies were caught using drugs that came into the lab, and they had to end up overthrowing like thirty thousand cases? Did you ever see that documentary? I did see that. Yeah, she was yeah. doing like cocaine on the slides or something. Yeah, or man. Maybe it was crack. Yeah. It, everything. I mean, it was. It started out like cocaine, like pure cocaine, and then it. She morphed over to like methamphetamine, and like she was jacked up the entire time for ten years. She was Jeez, doing all that's so many freaking cases. Yeah, man. And so all those cases that she was involved in, they had to throw out. Can you imagine? Yeah. yeah. On the bright side, I don't think any of us could ever screw up our jobs that badly. Well, that's true. Yeah. That's like (laughs) no shit. No shit. Yeah. Yeah. So is she still working there? Yeah, she's still there. (laughs) She's still there. She's got tenure. She's in. They said, fuck it. She's 10 years in. We might as well let her ride it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. What are you going to train somebody else? Oh, man. Well, cool. Annie, anything else? Do you got any um, other tidbits of information or um, any other technology you're working on in your in your basement, like a mad scientist that you are? <laughs> um, let me think. No, not really. I'm pretty much just... I'm doing some research and consulting for um, both somebody writing kind of like spooky independently published books about my area so i'm doing some extra research oh, for that that's cool um yeah let us, hey let us know when that comes out and bring the <laughs> author on if you want i mean that'd be yeah, great you know that'd be awesome I definitely do that. yeah um <coughs> other than other than that like a lot of it is just you know reading and doing weird history projects for my own entertainment and Telling people when they come to my city and being like, what's there cool to do? And I'm like, just wait. Here's every major crime that we've ever been famous for. And like, That's great. That's great. Here's where you can go look at where it happened. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. You'll, have to, you'll have to tell us also when you get your uh, paranormal investigation team up and running and when you, uh, how things turn out, your adventures in that. So. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I'll let you guys know. Awesome. Thank you. Cool Annie. deal. Yeah. Thanks again. This is yeah. great. Happy Always to help fun. you guys out on a random night. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. It was perfect. Yeah. It was great. Hey, that's a nice t-shirt you got on there. Oh, thanks, dude. It's brand new. Do you like that? It's one of the official What's Your Weird Story t-shirts. Where'd you get that? It's funny that you ask. I just got it off the brand new Spreadshirt.com site for the What's Your Weird Story podcast. There's no www. You just go straight to shop.spreadshirt.com backslash what without the apostrophe W-H-A-T-S hyphen Y-E-O dash w-e-i-r-d dash s-t-o-r-y and that'll take you right there i mean you can never own enough clothing well that's true barry there's t-shirts 
for the ladies because you know they're cut differently there's hoodies which are really cool there's two different kinds of hoodies and there's also tote bags so you can tote your stuff that's so cool man so if you guys go out to spreadshirt.com what's your weird story currently there are two designs but there will be more going up very soon so just keep your eyes out for that and if you decide to get one of our shirts tag yourself on instagram to ours or facebook show your love show us what you got let's see your true colors say barry yeah what's the weirdest job you've ever had yeah that's a good question it would either have to be the time that i worked at a cattle feedlot or the time that i worked for a greek painter (laughs) were you his model uh not quite well you know it's funny because one of my weirdest jobs was being in a model in art school but it was portraits not full body nude the reason i'm asking is because those jobs may be kind of normal but we know people are out there that have weirder jobs than that maybe you're a mortician maybe Maybe you're a scientist trying to bring back the dinosaurs or the woolly mammoth. That'd be cool. That would be really cool. If you guys out there have weird jobs, unusual jobs, crime scene photographer, maybe you worked at an adult educational film set. If you know what I mean, wink, wink. Just something that's unusual, out of the ordinary, and, you know, a little bit weird. Hey, those are cool stories, too. We'd love to hear those. So give us a call or an email or whatever. You know how to get a hold of us. Be part of the community of Weirdsville. There is definitely a body in that barrel i think so too i think so too i i I love where your mind goes (laughs) it's just too creepy annie thank you for all those great stories they're fantastic um that bed uh i know i definitely couldn't i couldn't fit on it i have my feet hang off most beds as it is um but like that would just be I mean, that would be a nightmare on top of a nightmare on top of a nightmare, (laughs) spending the night in that bed. So, um, yeah. And again, I think it's also excellent strategy of her parents to ensure that their kids never move back home again. Perfect. I mean, I took a a page from their uh, playbook there. So, uh, yeah, it was that was a great, a great set of uh, stories there. And, And I love the. I love that the 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 house is is haunted. The new house is haunted, but they don't think the bed has anything to do with it. You know, it's just it's so funny. But I do think that it's great that they have that ability to sort of look at things the way that they are and and accept it for what it is. And uh, with the rich history around there, there's no telling what all's really going on. Yeah, I'm just you know I'm waiting to hear more about. I'm waiting to hear about how Annie's um, equipment experiments turn out. Yeah. all those cool things that she's building and uh you know what she can what she finds out around her area because they're in the south uh it's man it's rich people uh-huh. been down there in a long time yeah. for this country for a long time and uh, you know there's all sorts of spooky places that uh you can go and she's got a cemetery right there in her backyard she can right. walk out there right well, she's so. smart and she's inquisitive, and mm-hmm. so I think if anybody could could do something like that, pull something like that off, I think it'd be her. 
You know, and, and you know, these guys are coming up with these new pieces of equipment all the time. You know, you're always watching the ghost shows and they have all this new stuff, the new technology that they've got. And uh, so it'd be cool if, if she's able to make some of that happen. And um, it's cool that she's found something like that to do in a year that was so difficult. And, and yeah. I think that's kind of where most people, hopefully, if you're able to make it through it with your, with your mental faculties, um, you know, sort of together, I think that's what a lot of people did was they sort of got into stuff, you know, like mm-hmm. maybe, maybe they read more books or, or they, they built things or they created art or, you know, wrote songs or, um, you know, whatever. Um, I'm I'm curious to see how that shakes out in this this coming you know next couple of years. I think what what we're going to get with bands and what we're going to get with art and mm-hmm. um, businesses and the way that we do business. I think all those things are going to change and they're going to start sort of popping up here and there, which is exciting. Yeah. Do you think Barry, seeing that you are um, and you're you're an audio engineer, mm-hmm. do you think that you could put together something that? Uh, could pick up some uh some evps stuff like that yeah yeah i mean i have really sensitive microphones you know i have i have microphones that they go about as low as you can go in the frequency spectrum and about as Mm -hmm. high as you can go um but i don't know i mean that's what's so weird about that type of technology with audio especially is that from what I gather from listening to what people tell me is that it's not necessarily the sensitivity of the microphone itself, which is weird Mm -hmm. to me. Yeah. It's just so strange to me, but maybe there, you know, the there's truth in that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think that when it comes to analyzing, like, um, like the program that you need, the software to analyze those types of things, I think the technology is pretty good. Hmm. To where you can kind of, if you know what you're doing, you can filter out certain things to get to the thing you're trying to listen to. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I I am kind of intrigued in that. You know, I, I kind of like that idea. You should do that, man. You should play yeah. around with that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that might be maybe that's your retirement career. Yeah. Your second, third, fourth, yeah. whatever career that you you build a absolutely. Some, you know, Ghost EVP. Yeah, exactly, man. You know that little Zoom thing that we had that we borrowed when we went to our Bigfoot extravaganza? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that, but then pair it with some software. You know what I mean? Yeah. To where you can just go in, you know, plug in the computer, boom. You know? That'd be cool. That'd be cool. cool. Yeah. Maybe I could get Annie to help me. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Annie, we're going to be coming back to you for sure. So thanks again for joining us on that. And uh, we hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. We hope you've been enjoying uh, all the other episodes, the different variety of uh, stuff that we've been putting out. We just want to, we want to give you guys stuff to listen to. Uh, You know, we feel, uh, I don't know. We kind of feel an obligation, I guess, to uh, put stuff out. Yeah. And you know, there's and nobody's making us do it but ourselves, but we enjoy doing it and we enjoy talking to people and putting this out there for everybody to listen to. Um so, you know, if you're listening now, um thank you. 
very much. <laughs> we appreciate it. Um, we appreciate all the support that we get here on the show. Uh, all the guests, we really appreciate. They, uh, you know, especially people that want to come back. Um, that's that's a lot. That's really cool. That's a big compliment. Definitely. I think. Oh, big you know. Time. Yeah, when people were like, "Hey, yeah, I'd love to come back. I want to be on, you know, and and I've got more stuff to tell." And it's like awesome because we love that. We love talking to you guys. Yes. Um, so you know, once again, if you got some stories, or you uh, you know you know some stories, or you've done some research, um, you've done some investigating, let us hear about it. You know, or if you've had a weird job, you know, like uh, that. Uh, one summer where Barry did the well, I can't talk about that, but yeah, let's um, keep that. Let's keep that. Uh, <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, that was down the download. <laughs> but no, if you've had just something that's you know unusual or whatever, we we just we love hearing about it. We love hearing good stories, regardless. And um, you guys are what make it happen, and we appreciate it. And uh, we look forward to talking to everybody, and we look forward to it every week. Um, I don't know, Barry, you have any thoughts here at the end? These typical end of the show thoughts? Just how much I appreciate people, um, you know, participating. You know, you, you guys have been amazing. And, you know, we realize we're coming out of probably one of the darkest years in my lifetime, I think, with this whole pandemic thing. And, um, you know, we, we appreciate anybody that, you know, wants to take time to share their experiences with us when, when you, there's so many things that you could be doing. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, just continue to follow us and continue to just, you know, subscribe and, and like our stuff and, uh, and leave comments when you can, yep. you know, a good, you know, positive ratings and things like that. We appreciate all of that. We were watching all of it. And, uh, you know, big, big, big hugs to everyone. Yeah. And you can uh, also, you can leave those comments wherever you, you know, if you listen to us on a place like, uh, you know, Apple podcasts where you can leave uh, reviews and post comments and stuff. We love that comment on our Facebook pages and, and our, um, you know, our Twitter or Instagram uh, we love hearing from you guys. Send us an email at wywspod, or you know, send us a send us a message through our other social media. You know, give us a call at five one three nine zero nine nine eight two one. That's a free call. You can leave us a message. You can just say, "Hey, I listen and I love it." Or if you have a question, if you have a question or a comment for one of the guests. Um, send that along or for us, one of our friends and former, former guests of the show, Desi sent us a, a link to a, uh, a documentary yes. that we'll be talking about, um, uh, soon, but she, to, and she sent it to pass along to, um, our recent guest, Gina, uh, cause it reminded of her, of her story. So we're going to have Gina back on in the near future and we'll talk about that as well. But yeah, you know, we love. If you got a suggestion for a podcast or a documentary or a book or a movie or whatever, you know, it doesn't matter. We just, we love hearing from you guys one way or the other. And, um, you know, it, it really, it makes our day. It makes our week. Uh, it makes our month and our year and everything. Uh, it makes our world go round. That's right. It, it so. certainly does. It certainly does. 
So thanks for tuning in once again, guys. Thanks, Annie. Uh, big time for uh, sharing all those really fantastic stories and all of that stuff. And we will see you next week once again here on what we hope is your favorite weekly storytelling podcast of the weird, the paranormal, the supernatural, the unusual, the hard to explain, the good time, Charlie, fun stuff, whatever it is. (laughs) Thank you for sharing your stories. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Be safe. Be weird. As always, if you have a weird story, we want to hear it. If you have a lot of them, we want to hear them all. We can't do this podcast without your invaluable contributions. Whether it's sharing your stories, listening, rating, and spreading the word about the podcast. Thanks for listening. Till next time, be safe. Be weird. The stories presented on the What's Your Weird Story podcast are, to our knowledge, true experiences that our guests have had. We can't take the time to research all claims made, and besides, it's just not as fun.